Welcome to Take Me With You, episode 129. I'm Ryan. And I'm Cheryl. We are two well-traveled people who want to go everywhere. But that's not going to happen. So instead, for the last couple of years, we've been traveling vicariously by inviting guests to share their unique travel stories with us. It's been awesome, and our podcast has been all over the globe. Now we're taking some time to revisit the Wish You Were Here segment of our show, where we each share travel attractions that we recommend. Today, the wish you were here is our from Spain. Spain. I told you you would have a turn, Cheryl. It's my turn. It's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. There's a lot of Cheryl stories today about my travels around Spain. And I'm so excited to revisit them. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've been to Spain how many times? Four times. Four I, times. I don't think I've shared any wish you hairs for my first time because I was in middle school and went to some cool places. Oh, no, maybe there was one. I was going to say I was not the navigator on that trip, and so I don't remember the names of the things. But I think actually there might be one from Se- Segovia, the aqueduct I saw the first time. So, yeah, I think oh, each yeah. of my trips to Spain are um, represented in this episode. That's so. really cool. Yeah. I had a dream recently that I traveled to Spain again, and then I woke up and was very sad. Oh, <laughs> That is but definitely sad. That's kind of what this podcast is sometimes, too. <laughs> <laughs> a reminder of where we're not right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and has your husband been to Spain? No. So that's got to be on your list to do at some point, oh, is sure. to take him to all the places that you've been Absolutely. Also, I've never been to Seville or Sevilla, mm-hmm. as they say, and Spain. And um, I almost snuck it in at the very end of my trip the last time I was there. Chose not to, and I chose to rest, which was actually a very good decision. And Daryl actually recommended, he was like, we will go there. So don't go this time, and then we'll go there together. So then I'll have a new place to go to with him, too. So That's cool. Yeah. One other piece of interesting trivia for you related to these Wish You Were Here, Cheryl. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. So I'm looking at what what you're talking about and what I talked about. I actually share more restaurants than you do. <laughs> How ironic is that? That's so funny. Of oh, course, you man. do share restaurants. I mean, of course. But, man. Well, maybe I'll just like stick around after you and I are done recording this and I'll just sneak in some more restaurants from Spain and people will be like, I've never heard these before. And I'll be like, Oh yeah. I talk about Spanish restaurants like all the time. Well, you you do talk about food all the time. (laughs) That part's true. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Well, this is going to be fun. Let's go revisit Spain. Let's do it. So Cheryl, why don't you get us started? Okay, so um, this one is, 
I'm going to share about a specific location, but also it's just maybe kind of a version of a travel tip as well. So we're kind of doubling up here. So um, the specific place is called the Aqua Bliss Fish Spa in Barcelona. Right? Mm. You would hate it. I'm telling you already. Um, Aqua Aqua Bliss Bliss Fish Fish Spa. Spa. So it's a spa for fish? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's in Barcelona. And um, it was something where I went. So I went there on my trip to Spain that I shared about on this epi- on this podcast. Um, I didn't talk about it just because I had a lot to talk about. But um, <laughs> this is, okay, my travel tip piece of this is, I mean, I went there to get a pedicure. And I also did the thing <laughs> where you put your feet in the tank with the fish and they eat the little skin off your feet. What? And yeah, that's the thing is like, there's this type of fish where like they just eat the dead skin off your feet and everything. So it's, it's a, and it's an experience (laughs) for sure. Um, pretty much. I just like have realized on the last couple trips I've taken that some form of like, self-care is still important during travel which is really hard for me to admit Mm. because I just want (laughs) to go when I'm traveling and I forget like it's still me and I'm still living my life and so like if I'm taking a trip for two weeks like normally in a two-week time span like I have a day where I just chill at home or I have a day when Mm. I'm not doing much after work you know like there's just there's downtime and then I travel and like forget about that. And so um, I've done a couple different things on the recent trips where like, I'll just go get a massage halfway through the trip or, you know, stuff like that. I mean, Sarah, you were talking about that mm-hmm. with, you know, you getting a massage. And so I was in Barcelona. It was about halfway through my trip. And I was like, I want to be out. I just don't want to go back to my hotel, but I just need to chill for a little bit. And so I went and got lunch and had some wine. And then I went and got this really good pedicure and read my book. And um, it was fun as well because I've never gone to one of those weird fish places where it is. So, like, (laughs) it was still a fun new experience for me. And then also it was just, like really good downtime um you know halfway through the trip to, for me to kind of like re-energize a little bit and also like self-care like physically can be really fun on a trip when you're like not staying in your own bed and like washing your laundry in the sink and stuff like that it was like <laughs> nice to have a new pedicure as well and so um yeah i would say if you're in barcelona this place was really good like super good massage that you got with it. So I'd recommend it specifically, but then also I would just say like, think of something that would be like a fun way to like treat yourself, you know? So (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Cheryl, would you like to go first? Yeah. So we're going to go back to Spain. Spain? (laughs) But you've never been to Spain, Cheryl. What could you possibly have to talk about in Spain? So I've been trying to think about my first visit to Spain in 2000, which is a little more difficult because I was like a middle schooler then, and that was 19 years ago. And so like a trip from 19 years ago that I did not plan is like... I know we did cool things, but it's a little tricky for the wish you were here. But, you know, we got to keep generating this content. So um, I do remember a very specific one that I know where it was. So I can actually send our listeners there. Um, (laughs) So in Segovia, which is a town outside of Madrid. So Madrid is smack dab in the middle of the country in Spain. And Segovia is north and west 
um, of Madrid. Okay, um, so I'm going to ask a really dumb question. That's fine. So I hear Segovia, and it reminds me of the second Avengers movie. Ooh. Is that also Segovia? Or is that some other made-up city name that in my head is Segovia? I have not seen the second Avengers movie. Because isn't, isn't it the second one, Age of Ultron or whatever, where they, like, lift up the whole city? They, like, pick up the city? Do really? You, Paige, do you have any idea I, what I'm talking about? I, I don't. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking Listeners, about. Listeners, write in. Okay. Ryan's going to Google it I'm going to look sharing. it up. Why don't you go ahead, So Cheryl. something that's in um, Segovia is a very old aqueduct. Mm-hmm. Um, it was built in the first century. It's a Roman aqueduct. And um, I don't believe it's functional anymore, but um, it... Yeah, like worked as an aqueduct and it goes along the whole city. There are some nice spots in town where you can see it, like where it's most preserved and everything. But um, it is, there's just a lot of cool architecture in that town. There's a castle there too, which is great. And it's just a 30 minute bullet terrain ride outside of Madrid. So it's pretty easy to mm-hmm. get there as well. Um, but check out that aqueduct because it is very impressive. It is tall. So what makes it impressive? I mean, first of all, that it's still around. From, like, 2,000 years ago. Yes, and mm-hmm. that's very cool. And just, like, thinking about, like, I don't know, they were super smart with how they built stuff and, like, mm-hmm. functionality before, mm-hmm. like, all the technology that we have today. So it's just, like, that's really cool. And it's just really beautiful, too. It has all these arches. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like, even just as, like, an architectural piece, I would say it's really beautiful to look at, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So check out that aqueduct. Yeah, in case you were wondering... It's Sokovia. Oh. <laughs> but that's really similar, that's right? That's very similar, yeah. Right? Segovia, Sokovia. Like, you could see where I would get confused, <laughs> having not been to either place. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Although one of them I'm pretty sure is fictional. Yep. <laughs> we'll find out which one. <laughs> so, Liz and Ben, you guys can start. And again, you can each do one together if you want to, or you can each do a separate one. Um, in in the vein of Spain, unintentional mm-hmm. being there. Um, <laughs> my time in in Granada. Granada is one of my favorite cities on the planet. Anybody who hasn't been should absolutely go. It's um, it's just wonderful and gorgeous and so much history there. I love all the history. Um, <laughs> and the, the main attraction that Granada is most famous for is the Alhambra. Um, it is, oh. yeah, it is, um, it was originally the, when Spain was under Moorish control, it was the seat of the Sultan. Um, and then when the Catholics reconquered Spain, uh, Charles V built a palace there and it's just this incredibly well-preserved, it's beautiful amazing. structure that has so many different influences to it. Um, and it's, it's just stunning. Um, in a really, really special place um, to be able to visit the um, the main area. The Alhambra itself is is a is a giant castle um, that's surrounded by fortifications and and has many different buildings. But the um, the main palace, you need to make an appointment to go in. They only let a certain amount of people in um, every day and, and every hour because they are doing really hard work to preserve it. Um, Mm. and it's just, it's, it's hard to describe in words. Um, it's not what I expected, but it's definitely the most awe-inspiring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I just, 
probably because I had no expectations, which I like going into things with no expectations like that. Mm. Um, I thought it was just going to be another castle, but it's mm. it's just mm. unbelievable. It's just... And they have a cat colony there. Yes, most importantly. <laughs> they have a ton of cats just living their life in this really old castle, and they feed them and they take care of them, and I got a pamphlet when I left about the cat colony. <laughs> That was my history that I learned. The cat colony of the Alhambra. Oh my goodness! But yeah, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Cool. Awesome. So, Cheryl, what would you like to share for your wish you were here today? I would like to share about a place in Valencia, Spain. Well, okay. let's say España. If we're going to say Valencia. Or True. Valencia, Spain, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, called Orchaterita Daniel. So it's um, okay. Orchata is from Valencia in Spain. There's Spanish horchata and Mexican, and they are right. different. Um, yep. But Orchata that's from Spain is from the city of Valencia. And one of the best places to get it is Daniel. Um, it's this like old restaurant i think there's now a couple of them there but um Mm. they have like old black and white photos of celebrities visiting it and things like that too so it's been around for a long time which is really fun but um i loved it it was such a fun experience and i think whenever there's a food or a drink that's famous in a city i love to go to the place where they're like this is where it's from or like this is the place Mm. to get it and then it's also fun to try it other places you know and compare and everything but you got to check it out. Go try Orchata. You dip like this sweet bread in it too. So you'd love it, Ryan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so that's mine. Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here this week? I would like to share about a museum in Madrid that I really enjoyed okay. called the Kasha Forum. Okay. And um, I might be messing up that pronunciation a little bit. It's C-A-I-X-A. And I believe it's pronounced Kasha, but I might be messing that up a little bit. Um, okay. But when, so when I was there, I think they have different installations at different times. So when I was there, they had this really cool Disney exhibit with all <laughs> this art from Disney films. And um, so that was really fun. Um, it's not massive, which I think I've learned I appreciate in a museum when you're like, mm. I'm going to be here for a couple hours and I'm going to have seen everything and then go on with my day. Um, but the mu- the building itself is really neat. And one of the most interesting parts of the building is actually the wall right next to the building is um, has plants on it. I'm trying to think of how I would just desc- it's like a living wall. I've heard it called. Okay. A vertical garden is another term for it. And it's just mm. covered in plants. And so it's like four-ish stories or so. Um, and so if anything else, go to that museum so you can see the wall outside the museum with all the really cool plants. <laughs> and then if there's a great exhibit that you want to see, it's just right there. It wasn't terribly expensive. And... um Yeah, it's a nice little, one of the newer museums there. So Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here today? I would like to talk about a little 
town outside of Malaga, Spain, called mm-hmm. Mijas. And I think I've probably shared about this town at some point on this podcast. It's a white town, which is not racist. It means that all of the buildings are white. So it's striking. Just It's mm-hmm. in the hillside and all of these white buildings with little blue flower pots along them Ooh. are there. But on Wednesday afternoons, they have a free flamenco show in the courtyard. Just so, outside. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's already very cool to go to Mijas. It's awesome. And then also you get your flamenco in. So two for one, as far as I'm concerned. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> Unless it's 110 degrees outside, which it could potentially be. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> then it would be less delightful, but still awesome. <laughs> So Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here? For my wish you were here, I would like to share about something in Spain. Um, It's in Barcelona. And I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I have not done it for a wish you were here. (laughs) (laughs) Sneaky. (laughs) It is called the Poble Español. And it is near the Olympic Stadium in Barcelona. So it's up on one of the um, nearby, like, hilly areas um and i would describe it like an architecture museum so it's Hmm. and if and if i were to describe it like an architecture museum i would say it's a very well done one um it has building fronts from buildings all over spain from different time periods but they're all in a row so it feels like you're in disneyland where you're like walking and there's all (laughs) these little building fronts um and there's over a hundred of them so you're just kind of like walking on these different paths inside of this area it's it's outdoor though um but it's like inside this walled area and you can see like oh that one's from catalonia from the 1800s and so some of them have been transported there and some of them have been recreated there but um i went there with my sister who's an architect so that was also very fun um Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh my gosh go to europe with an architect it's very good um (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so it's so fun because that that neighborhood in barcelona is great if you want to go visit the olympic stadium and um, there's a castle right around there too. Um, but then also it's so fun just like getting to see all these different styles of buildings, but like all in a row, you know, I think that kind of mm-hmm. helps you like see the differences and get to compare them too. And, um, it's just a fun place to walk around as well. So check out the Poble Espanol. So Cheryl, what would you like to do for your wish you were here? So I'm going to share about a place in Madrid that everyone should go to if you're in Madrid. Um, or maybe you should tack Madrid on to your trip be- so you can go here. Um, <laughs> this might be my favorite thing in Madrid. <laughs> um, it's food related. Um, so you Of know, course here it we is, are, yeah. Cheryl. Of course it is. Um, and it is called Chocolatilla San Gines. Um, and it's from 1894. You're eating chocolate from 1894? Yeah, and it's great. It's aged to perfection, you know. <laughs> yep. A little bit of mold. Don't worry too much about it. <laughs> but this place, they have a super simple menu, which I love. It's like one of those places where like, you're going to get the item that mm. you should get from there. Um, maybe they have 
like coffee or something to you. I don't even know. Um, pretty much they have churros that you dip in chocolate. And I mean, that's all you need. So. Yeah. Yeah. And one order for two people is pl- plenty and you will be stuffed. Um, <laughs> and they have, it's so fun to watch you like go through this line. There's always going to be a line. Um, and you go through, so you, you can like watch in the back as they're making them. And then you order just like how many you want pretty much. And then you get a ticket and you go to your seat and then they bring out how many orders of it you ordered essentially. So pretty simple. But you can see this giant machine in the back that's like from above the batter is going in and it's like in a big spiral. And then they cut off pieces of the churro after it's fried. So, but it's like a giant coil of churro and they just like cut off pieces Mm. and put it on your plate for you and the chocolate is like a what you might call like a sipping chocolate like it's like more like chocolate fondue but you could sip it if you wanted and so delicious (laughs) just so good and the first i've been there twice the first time i went there my sister lisa and i had um, we took a train to Madrid and we're going to go straight to Toledo in a couple hours. So we were like, we have just a couple hours. And I was like, I heard about this place, Lisa. So we jumped on the Metro <laughs> and like went there for an hour and then went back to the train station and went on a train somewhere else. Um, <laughs> but I was like, let's go do something in Madrid. And it was so worth it. It was so fun to mm. go there. And then when I was there a couple of years ago, again, I didn't get the chance to go there on the front end of my trip, but I ended my trip in Madrid and had a couple hours to kill and I was like oh, let's go to the chocolate and churros place and it's <laughs> it's so good and it's such a fun experience and so you need to go there and dip some churros in chocolate so I'm convinced yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going yeah okay, great. I mean you know Cheryl you know that food generally doesn't get me excited the way it gets you excited mm-hmm. <laughs> But that does sound lovely, and I would it's make so that. Good. I would I would definitely make time to go and get right? a churro and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. It is worth it. Yeah. They have a gift oh. shop, too. So I think the second time I was there, I bought, like, chocolate discs. churros? No, like, chocolate discs that you can melt into your chocolate. And then I also mm. got, like, a cocoa powder. So... You know, if you like their chocolate, you can go buy some at their gift mm. shop too. So. I was gonna get the T-shirt, but yeah, <laughs> it all sounds good too. Just a coil of churros. <laughs> nice, nice. It's interesting having a curved churro. You're like, why is this curved? And it's because they, it's in a coil that they've hmm. made. They it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. We would love it if you would follow us on social media. We are at Tim We Podcast. That's at T-M-W-Y for Take Me With You Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can also email us at TimWePodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what are your wish you were here for this location. We would love to hear that. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail at 406-763-8699. Or if it's easier to remember, 406-POD-TIMWE. We would love it if you would rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about this episode on your social media. As always, thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the awesome artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is Something. And thank you to Erica Corbin for the use of her song, Round the Globe. You can listen to Erica's music wherever music is sold or streamed. 
That's all we have for this episode. So until next time, remember to take me with you. Take me with you. Can we get a sailboat chasing down the sunset as we float round and round the globe? Salty air and balmy nights guided only by the lights above and a little love. Oh, the world is up there waiting to 